I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everybody. Thank you for tuning into The Sportive. It's late July, which means it's time for our world-famous Vikings training camp preview, beloved by fans far and wide. From Albert Lee to Zombroda. Our rabid fan base of loyal listeners tunes in to hear the in-depth analysis and exclusive reporting you'll only get right here at The Sportive. So let's officially kick off our 2017 preview. Stu? Um, I haven't uh, read anything. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't watched anything. <laughs> I, I haven't listened to anything on the sports radios. Oh boy. Oh and boy. as far as I who did the Vikings draft? Oh my god. Oh my god. I I'm starting to realize the only thing we have prepared for our training camp preview was that paragraph I wrote. Is that is that what's happening here? Ah, fuck. Um it really kind I it's. I mean, it's rare for the NFL to ever sneak up on you because it's just this big fucking blunderbuss of a pop culture monolith. But yeah. it kind of snuck up. It start the Vikings open training camp this weekend, and that means like the first preseason game is next weekend. You know, like what's the been Hall of Fame game or the, I, the yeah. The reason they've been able to stay, uh, you know, kind of top of mind all year round is because. When they're when they've been in the off season, most of their players have been in the news like murdering people. This and is I just very feel true. like we're lacking some real good some real good high profile murders this year. So I yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, the uh the guy they didn't the guy they drafted, uh uh Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Cook. He had some sort of legal issues, right? But he it wasn't did. like it was like but it, it, there was either some sort of like he either was acquitted or the charges were dropped or it wasn't quite as you know upfront as the standard Vikings uh, malfeasance. Yeah, I just um, I missed the sex boat and like throwing girlfriends downstairs and you know like mixing a murder suicide once in a while. It, it's it hasn't been here and all of a sudden it's late July and. We haven't been yeah. prepared at all for our training camp preview. You know what? I blame no. the law-abiding citizens that are the Minnesota Vikings players, or they're Tra- just better at not getting yeah. caught anymore. Maybe that's what it is. They maybe, or maybe they're just they have better lawyers. I mean, it's very possible that their legal representation is just better at knocking shit down and making sure it doesn't get, you know, to the papers and to the the blogosphere. 
So, well, another yeah, thing I, that's, that's not working in our favor right now is that it's just you and me tonight. We don't have Clarence and we don't have John, who are both busy being adults. They yeah. typically pay attention to football. I would say we're probably number three and four. I'm a I'm a I'm a distant fourth in terms of paying attention to the Vikings. Yeah. So we're handicapped in a few different ways. So I'm really sorry to listeners who, you know, heard that first twenty seconds and thought we'd be delivering them anything of con- of worth or value. I okay, so so we're pretty sure that it hasn't started yet. So that's something. If people weren't yeah. aware, now they we did report that news. Yeah. Uh, well, depends um, on when you're listening. We're we're yeah. recording this on Thursday, July thirty twentieth. So yeah. So we um, don't even have that. No, we don't. Um, I saw um, they had uh, one of those soft focus. That's not a shot at Zimmer's eye condition, the soft focus Yikes. Hannah Storm feature with with <laughs> Zimmer this morning. I, I, yeah, I was uh, that's what kind of put this, that kind of put a top of mind for me is that they're talking to Mike Zimmer on, what's like, what the fuck are they talking to Mike Zimmer on SportsCenter for? I mean, the eye surgery thing is fairly, you know, old news and then I realized, oh, that's because, you know, they're saying, you know, training camp is around the corner from Minnesota. That's what they are. That's what it was. I was like, oh, okay. That's where they're going with that, so. So yeah, uh, there's training camp, and also I think it's fair to point out that the Twins are average this year, which in the American League Central in the uh, second wild card race means you're absolutely in the mix. Yep. So we're actually we're actually paying attention to them. Um, so that probably has a lot That's to do. A with, yeah, it, it absolutely had something to do with it that we weren't just ready to kill ourselves um, over the Twins, you know, because they were. You know, out of it by Memorial Day, like they were last year. Actually, they were out well before. They were Mother's Day, I believe, was when they were out last year. <laughs> they so. were out uh, tax day. Yeah, April fifteenth, they were zero and nine. So yeah, um, <laughs> this has been a it, that has been a pleasant uh, cha- change there. Um, it threw us off, yeah. but let's let's try to rally here. How about this one? Yeah, here's a here's a classic uh, uh, radio bit that we can do. Who's in okay. and who's out as compared to last year? So, as I understand it, uh, uh, new to this year, uh, we've got two running backs. Yes. Dalvin Cook and uh, and Len Murray. Uh, we've yes. got a little tiny receiver guy, which I love having. you got to have a little tiny receiver on your team. I'm pretty yep. sure we drafted one of those, um, Eddie Adams or something. Sure. And then uh, Tiny Elvis. We got Tiny yep. Elvis in the mix. He's a center yep. or guard or something, but he's new and he's exciting, shiny. Yep. Yep. Um, we're going to be doing Tiny Elvis impressions for. Uh, that's the main reason I'm rooting for this guy is I want to be doing my Tiny Elvis for a dozen years. <laughs> Nothing would make me happier. I'm 36 right now. Nothing would make me happier is at age 48, sitting in this same chair, still mm-hmm. talking to you three and going, "That sucker's huge, man." <laughs> what i want oh tiny tiny yeah and then um we also have new but i believe equally bad offensive linemen so they're not better they're just new faces and names for us to learn yeah we swapped um terrible offensive linemen with other teams's terrible offensive linemen um we got mike remmers who was terrible for carolina last year and they, they have uh Matt Khalil, who was terrible for us last year. And then we have uh, Riley Reef, who was middling for Detroit last year. 
And the hope is he'll be mid-lane for the Vikings this year. He might have been actually less than mid-lane. He might have been below mid-lane. But again, below below mid-lane is, yeah, mid-lane would be, um, below mid-lane would be terrific. Yeah. Because we, uh, it was bad last year, man. It was, I'm still, I think there will be a 30 for 30 about how Sam Bradford didn't die last year. (laughs) I really, in my heart of hearts, think there's going to be a 30 for 30. And he had his best year as a pro. (laughs) I think that's. That might be a miracle. I, I don't know how any of that happened. And uh, so their uh, solution to that uh, fatal flaw was to get other teams' bad offensive linemen. Um, I don't know how that's going to work. It's a bold move. I, I have my doubts. And then if one of those guys gets hurt, which, you know, happens, that's not uncommon, then they're back to TJ Clemens, I think. He oh. might he might still be on the team. I don't know. Let's you don't know that either, do you? There's a sportive so. fact that he's still on the team. I also believe that Bill yeah. Beavers is still in the organization. So oh, he's yeah. always looming. The Beaver Our is guy, always looming. The, the Beaver looms. So it's uh, <laughs> I I'm uh, he's probably their like probably their top backup if I had to guess, which is just terrifying to think about. Um, we could easily uh, have yeah. a lot of fun with uh, singing the Beaver Looms to the tune of the Thunder Rolls every time one of our offensive <laughs> linemen <laughs> the Beaver Looms and lightning strike. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh boy, oh, I, yep. I just don't know about us. Um, okay. So that's who's in. Am I miss? I'm not missing anybody of impact, of material impact to the organization. That's that'll about do it, right? I think they've got some depth well, guys or whatever. But they uh, were there. There is some hope. I believe there's. They have a plan to get LeBron treadmill two catches this year. Oh my God! So double? They're going to go 200 yeah. percent his productivity so. from the prior year. Yeah. Yeah. There's a really good chance. You know, there's a really good chance if he is. Um, bad again or irrelevant again that that might actually be what ends uh clarence's nemesis um his football nemesis uh rick spielman he has many nemeses we shouldn't limit his nemeses to just one but his highest profile nemesis is rick spielman general manager of the minnesota vikings and i think if that one i think if that one flops uh that might actually be it for him especially if uh the offensive line uh, quote unquote fixes don't take, and um, his um, you know his uh, his best friend uh, Zimmer isn't able to fix the defense. Uh, I think uh, there's a really good chance that might spell the end of Spielman here because he somehow skated on Christian Ponder. So I think uh, if uh, tread, treadmill doesn't uh, pan out that. And it's a bad year if it's like a seven and nine, six and ten, or worse. I think that uh, the thunder might roll and the lightning might strike. Yep. Rick Spielman. I still maintain that the most offensive thing he ever did was trade, I think, four draft picks for corduroy pantsuit. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Good or bad, and he turned out. I I don't even know how you would end up grading his career here. Um, but either way, he was a receiver. Like, there's just so he, much impact. Yeah. To trade up yeah. for a fucking receiver is uh, is insane. And 
Yeah, and it was... he somehow got through that and Ponder. Um, I don't know if I don't know if tread if LeBron can definitely be the thing. But you're right. If that's if that is coupled with another bad season from another bad offensive line, mm-hmm. yeah, heads could yeah. roll. Heads could. Heads I mean, could that roll. would be great. I would love that. I, would, I think it'd yes. be so much fun. Yeah, it's always more fun when there's absolute drama with the Vikings instead of them being boring. And last year was kind of boring. Um, yes. This year, this year might um, it'll either be a, a nice, surprising rebound for the team back to two years ago, or it could go south and make just the agitation of sports talk radio in this town. Um, would just be a, at an absolute fever pitch. Who do you think they would yell at? Do you think they're going to yell at Spielman? Um, let's see. It's talk radio in this town, so they'll yell at Mark Dayton and Betsy Hodges first. Then um, they'll start there. Um, they won't yell at Zimmer. They love Zimmer. Um, he could take a shit on midfield, and um, you know he'd still have that. that that shit on midfield would have the same amount of playoff wins, but you know, that's, uh, you know, um, this, that, that that's going to be the test to see if Clarence listens to this episode. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah. think, I think, I think after they, after Dayton and Hodges, it'll be Spielman. I think that's uh, a no brainer. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Dayton Hodges, anybody who takes a bike to work and then Spielman. <laughs> That'll Social be justice warriors, and then so, oh yeah, the SJ SJ Dubs, you know, mm-hmm. trying trying to keep racists from speaking at college campuses, and uh, then then it'll be Spielman. So so let me ask you this: What has to happen for the Vikings to not be a seven to a nine win team for the foreseeable future? Because I'm not seeing a way out of it. Even um, if everything I, breaks right, I feel like they're uh, oh boy. They got ten wins, and either the the North was bad, or they got a wild yeah. card. That seems to be like their yeah. ceiling. I think for a long time. Honestly, I think it would be Green Bay falling off is as much a key to it as anything. I okay, think so uh, not having number to one ha- for our, for the Viking season is Aaron Rodgers need to come down with SARS yeah. something real so, exotic something something bad. Yeah, mumps or, or, or Green Bay has to continue having a bad offensive line that he has to, you know, compensate for all the time, and then is just exhausted by the time the playoffs roll around. That's you know, okay, yep. But um, I think uh, the other, and uh, the defense has to do better than last year, like really, really, like you know, eighty-five Bears type of defense. I think that's the only way out of it because I don't see the offense getting much better than it was last year. I mean, I think honestly, I think they'll be better at running back, but that doesn't mean a thing in 2017 in the NFL. I don't think, but they won't be going through Adrian Peterson or Jarek McKinnon or um, Matt Asiata. So that's, that can't help but be better, but that doesn't mean much in 2017. Are those guys, are all three of those guys gone? I think McKinnon is still here. I think he's like going to be the third down guy, and I think Asiata is a janitor. Oh, okay, yes. Like, a, like I think he might actually work, work at Best Buy. I think he works at Building Two. So, um, oh, Building if you Two. See him, sure, that's yeah, definitely. If you, a thing. If, yeah, if you see him, um, say hi. <laughs> so. We should have him on the show. 
He, he might come on the show. You never know. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but I still, I'm just, I'm not sure I see a future for this squad to become like uh, dominant. Although that really doesn't happen unless you're the Patriots for the most part. It's just everybody has like right. a good year. And then they're then a bad horse shit. Then, like the Panthers yeah. and the Broncos were both great, and then they sucked. Yeah. And then the Falcons yeah. were great, and they'll probably suck this they'll year. They'll probably suck this year, yeah. Um, you yeah. have to have a supernatural quarterback, I think, to stay in that, you know, 10 to 12 wins every year. So you have to have, you know, a Rodgers or a Roethlisberger or a Brady, something like that. All of our eggs continue to be in our sweet boy Teddy's basket. Oh God! I just want him. To, I just want him to be better. I just want him to be healthy and happy. I mean, you yeah. see like pictures on the internet of him like running around or with without a brace on his knee, and you wonder if that's Photoshop or like you know, um, J.J. Abrams or Christopher Nolan using some of that weird film technology to yeah. try to fool the eye. Or so he, I, uh, he that's like ten seconds of him lightly jogging. And then they press yeah. stop, and he just crumbles onto the ground. I'm like, oh, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. It hurts so much. It hurts so bad. No, it hurts God. so bad. Why are you making me do this? Oh, God. I just I just want Teddy to be okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. Because there is a, very, so. there's a, a high floor but low ceiling to Sam Bradford. Pretty much. I think he, pl- yeah, yeah, he played as well as he could last year, which was, I think – a notch above replacement level yep. at quarterback. Is that probably fair? I think yeah. so. So, I mean, so yeah, I mean, he played almost, I think you, that would have been like a, a, the best Brad Johnson year is what he had last year. Yeah. That, yeah, that because... type of quarterback, or maybe more like Kirk Cousins. So it's just one of those, you know, he's a guy who just had a, a really good year for him. And that's a notch above replacement level for a quarterback. So, right. um, they, they'd be better if they had signed Colin Kaepernick. I'm just going to throw that bomb out there, but you know, what are you going to do? I don't even know why that's like controversial. Who the fuck's our backup? Is it Case Keenum? Case Keenum, um, Heineke, who uh, is the enemy of every window in Mankato. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, we should ta- we should we should talk about that. I guess uh, the uh, Mankato era ending. Right. So, is, are they going to be? Where are they going to be? Is it? Is this the last year? This is the last year. Are you making a trip down just for memory lane for one last? You're gonna scoop up a few blades of grass and put them in a jar, maybe steal um, a, a chair from the, you know, really make sure I, you don't ever forget what happened there. Yeah, I would rather. I'm trying to think of the worst thing that I could possibly do than go, than go be in Mankato <laughs> in August. Yeah. Just fill, fill in the blank there. So yeah, yeah, I I don't I don't want to go to Mankato ever. Okay, all right. Well, so. we were going to send you down there an assignment, but maybe we'll send Clarence. Uh, he, yes. Clarence send, is halfway there where he lives. Clarence is half. He can just swim there with all the yeah. rain they've gotten down there. Oh, my dog's my dog's barking now. So hip hop. Yep. So you know how that works, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so they're going to be in Eden Prairie next year. Uh, Egan. They're going to be in Egan where they're building that brand new facility. They. I assume got some taxpayer money to build something. I don't know what what else is in Egan. Do you know? Um, Thompson Reuters. That's oh yeah, that's their address. Okay, yep, yep, that's that's their address. Uh, I would assume. Is Woodbury in Egan? Woodbury. I think, Woodbury, I think Egan is, is in Valley. Woodbury. Or is that Apple Valley? Yeah, Apple Valley and Egan Apple are Valley. the same city, and so is uh, Shakopee. 
Yeah, I, I I don't. The Southeast Metro is a mystery to me. The Southeast it's, Metro uh, suburbs. Southeast Metro is uh, they're all uh, gigantic. It's like a million mm-hmm. miles of 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 uh, of land, and then all the great athletes somehow ended up at Lakeville North. So all the so Lakeville North just kicks the shit out of all those other towns. That's all I know about the Southeast Metro. So uh, love some hate mail if anybody's listening and would love to. Um, correct us. Yeah, but. yeah. Well, yeah. Isn't our our, our prime corrector uh, Wade is I think uh, Apple Valley resident. So Wade, I believe, is an Apple Valley re- resident. We also have a friend named Calling. Uh, the guy who oh, is also Colin, an Colin, Apple Valley yeah. resident. So Calling and Wade, two uh, dear listeners and friends, close friends of ours, mm-hmm. are, mm-hmm. are AV res residents. And and Apple Valley is again the same as Egan they're the same city I, I don't know if it's Apple it, Valley Egan or Egan Apple Valley I, I, it's one of those like dash both, yeah yeah like Norwood Young America one of those things Staples Motley if you will yep exactly so I yes. I don't know that and if you change if you swapped them out with Maple Grove could you tell the difference um I think that the trees are smaller in Maple Grove Okay, that's the yeah, only you way the you Ar- can tell the difference. Maple Grove. Yeah, you got the way. Arbor Lakes thing, and you got Derusha and Cisco. But um, yeah, Southeast. Yeah, it's a mystery. I, I I don't know anything about it. I think it's purely theoretical to me. It could actually be a wormhole. I don't know that it really. I don't know that it really exists. That's a concept. So that's an interesting yeah. way to think about it. Um, yeah. we'll, we'll never find out. We'll never know. We won't be traveling nope, to Egan because we're not. We're um, not ever going there. My concern with Eakin is it is drivable to the to the clubs in Minneapolis. Are they going to be having? Are they going to be making a light rail directly to downtown for the, some of these young kids? Because I don't really want I, them driving <laughs> back and forth to the city. Mankato is a little bit. It's far enough where you know you assume ideally, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed, they're not driving back and forth every single night. But Egan's close enough where they might make the trek. That's. There might be a, ta- a taxpayer-funded hyperloop that Elon Musk will yes. build between Egan and um, you know seven. I think that might be. Right. So I think if we're if we're doing our math right, and I'm pretty sure I am because I'm great at math. Mm-hmm. He calculated from DC to Manhattan would be 29 minutes. So if yeah. the same hyperloop is from Egan to to Minneapolis, I think. Do you go back in time when you get there? So do you get on the Hyperloop at like eight o'clock and you get into Minneapolis at like three p.m.? Like you, you just gained five hours, maybe. So it'd be interesting. I th- yeah, or you end up in St. Paul and you end up in 1973, but that's just because it's St. Paul. <laughs> yeah. God, I'm sorry, St. Paul. I love St. Paul. I'm sorry to St. Paul. Um, <laughs> yeah, I. It seems like that's I. I, I liked how quaint that whole Mankato thing was. It was, mm-hmm. you know, a vestige of a simpler, better time. And now it's just going to be in one of the faceless suburbs. And I apologize that the mayor of Egan, which doesn't exist, is listening to me. Yep. Um, but it just doesn't, it just is, yeah, I, as much as I personally have no, find no favor for Mankato, um, it's a poor man, St. Cloud. And St. Cloud is a poor man's Brainerd, and Brainerd is a poor man's Bemidji, and Bemidji is a poor man's Moorhead. Um, <laughs> Both buds. Uh, but uh, I, it's just, I think, you know, it's just, it's just kind of gross, just hanging out in the burbs. Mm. And yeah, I just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll get used to it. It's not like I'm going to go to the mattresses about this, that it's, you know, I'm never going to watch another Vikings game because they're. 
not going down 169 past the world's largest candy store in Emma Crumbies and taking the uh, Corin Robinson speed route. Oh boy! I, it's not, yeah. So I don't know. I it's it's it just kind of yeah. It's distasteful, but I'm not going to lose any sleep over it. I guess. Yeah. I uh, yeah. Um, just so you know, I looked this up uh, because <clears> I, for some reason, was a little concerned for a second. Corin Robinson still alive. Well, good. I'm happy for him. I mean, he yeah. was he was he was certainly troubled. So I'm yep. I'm glad that he is. I I'm happy for him. Is he in? I think he landed back in the Pacific Northwest. I think he ended up back in Seattle or wherever. I already but, closed the tab, so oh, the rest that, of the Corin good. Robinson yep. news from here on out is uh, supportive. He fact, but I is I know for currently. Sure yep, he is in Cedra Willie, Washington. Uh-huh, he uh-huh. is working in real estate. Let's just put it out there: commercial real estate. Commercial real estate. He has a really good deal on an office park just outside of Redmond, about a mile from the Microsoft campus. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Uh, receivers coach at Redmond High School. Yep. They oh yeah, definitely two receivers ago. coach. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Proud of you, Corin. So let me ask you this: Do you have a backup team for this season? Have you selected one yet? For the Vikings? Yeah. For the NFL. I. Nah. Are Probably you against not. backup teams, or are you just? You just I'm not. No, I, I, it's it's not. It's just not a thing that I'm going to do. I'll you know, if like Denver is in it, since my wife's a Broncos fan, it just makes you know, makes her happier when Denver is good. So, and you know now That's that fair. you know now that Manning is out of the picture, it's a little easier to root for him too. So that's you know, that would also be a good thirty for thirty of like how he was a pro bowl level in like week nine and then the worst quarterback in the league starting at week 10 and then never got any better after that somehow like on some random Wednesday Mm -hmm. he turned into a pumpkin and was never even remotely good again HGH supply stopped showing up or something I'm not sure but man that was that was an odd way to end a career it was very weird directly off the cliff usually it's a little slower than that like at least Brett Favre was like over the off season you know, yeah, that's I, I, huh. I the whole Manning thing just I I I know he's going to be president in about eight years. I'm I'm mm-hmm. pretty mm-hmm. pretty sure of that. But uh, you know, beyond that, I really he'll be hosting the SBs and then he'll announce his candidacy. You know, from the stage of the SBs, and um, he will take uh, forty-one out of fifty states and. Um, his uh, vice president's going to be Tom Moore, for the uh, quarterback coach from ah, the Indianapolis wow. Colts. He was successful. You got to run that. Very, I think that everybody knows at this point you have to run the government like a business. And oh yeah, the business I mean, of coaching is just like the business of politics. There's so many parallels there. I I can't see a downside of that. Yes, exactly. Of all so. the famous people, if you had to if you had to bet a hundred dollars of who of the currently famous people would be president, the easy money is on The Rock, right? Um, The Rock, Peyton Manning, or probably, uh, why can't I think of his name? It's going to drive me nuts. Describe it. Come on. Describe it. Let me guess. Oh, 
shit. Oh, Kid Rock. Rock. Kid Rock. It's going to be Kid Rock. <laughs> Kid Rock's not going to be president. No. Well, I did laugh. Yeah. I laughed similarly about two years ago about this person I'm not going to mention right now. So Yeah, yeah. So uh, just... <laughs> maybe I shouldn't condescendingly laugh at the idea. Ameri- America's dumb enough and the Democrats are ineffective enough. So just keep that in mind. Better skills, better wages, yeah. Blah, yep. whatever the fuck. That's not possible. That was a leaked. I hope this was like one of those canary things, like the Joe Biden supporting gay marriage before Barack Obama could support it. Like, let's just test yep. this out and see what people think. Yep. And the amount of ape shit people went on the social hmm. media, hopefully, it, there you go. Whoa, whoa. Never. Whoa, never whoa. Let's, no, yep, let's, that's, let's, that was a dirty uh, rumor. We'll take that one back into the garage and see what we can do. We'll get exhibit on the case and it'll all be okay. Better skills, you fucking assholes! You idiots! You fucking yeah. idiots! Uh, do you? So. Um, do you, I have? I have a bit prepared. Do you want to do a bit? Let's do a bit, then we can go to the twins. Yeah. Uh, so this bit is called. This is a dumb bit, by the way. I just wanted to let you know. Um, that's why I saved it for thirty minutes. Um, this bit is called Vikings training camp attendee or boy band member. Okay. Uh, okay, first one. Jack Tacho. Jack like, Tacho. Jack Tacho, like the nachos with tots. Yep, Jack oh, yep, yep. Tacho. Uh, that is a boy band member. Incorrect. That is a Viking uh, training camp attendee. Jack Tacho. Please don't okay. ask me his position. I only got names. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Number two. Carlos Pena Jr. Training cap attendee. Incorrect. God damn it. Carlos Pena Jr. is a member of the band Big Time Rush. Oh, I knew that. God damn it. Oh. I did. Piper and Celia watched that show. All right. Uh, Freddie Tagaloa. <sighs> Freddie Tagaloa boy band. <laughs> Incorrect. God, that is a Vikings training camp attendee. All right, similar name, Andrew Taggart. Andrew Taggart, boy band member. Nice, you got it. You, do, I bet you don't know the. I bet you don't know the name of the band. Uh, five seconds of summer. Also, I should I should mention right now. I don't even know if these are boy bands. I should have said that at the beginning. Uh, okay. They are popular bands of of. They look like children in the photos, and I had not really heard of them that's the okay so this andrew taggart is a member of the band called the chain smokers oh wow that's what that that, wow no i've heard of them i i i think they're fairly omnipresent right now but i didn't know they actually had names yep yep uh let's see here hold on i'm this there this there um Okay, uh, next person is named Josiah Price. Josiah oh God. Price. That's, That's a, a boy band member. That is not a boy band member. God that is a member of the Vikings training camp attendee. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. Let's uh, let's uh, keep on moving. Uh, Wes Lunt. Wes Lunt. That's a training camp attendee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that is. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I wasn't sure. I thought maybe I could trick you on that one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke Hemmings. 
Luke Hennings. Luke Hennings is boy band member. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Piper, oh, God, Piper knew that one. Piper knew it. I heard her in the background. Five seconds of summer. Yeah, Five seconds of summer, yep. Tell Piper she's correct. Piper, uh, you're all correct. Right. All right, so then you can okay, you can say this out loud and see if Piper can help you on this one. Okay. Uh, or the next. Uh, there's three left, just so you know. Three okay, left. three left. Okay, I'm going to say them out loud to see if Piper recognizes them. <clears throat> Adam Han. Adam Hand? That's a training camp attendee. No, sir. What? That is a member oh. of uh, the the 1975. The 1975. Okay, oh, you know who you know who likes the 1975? Oh no, our friend Colling from Apple Valley. Oh boy, Colling from Apple I, Valley likes the 1975. Wow. He loves the 1975. Suburban they have a dad. song. They have a song about help side defense. It doesn't show up in a guy getting dunked on, and it's called <laughs> <Yeah>. Calling. <laughs> oh, for those who don't get the reference, I'm very sorry. I wish you did. Yes, it's uh, really right, we good have, though. We have two left. Uh, CJ Ham. CJ Ham. That is a training camp attendee. Yes, it is. It is a training nice. camp attendee. CJ Ham. Again, please don't ask me the positions. Okay, and the last one here. Is this a Vikings training camp attendee or boy band member? Lil Yachty. <laughs> Lil Yachty. <laughs> I wonder. Okay, uh, that's, that's a, that is, that is a, rap, a rap superstar. Um, Lil Yachty. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, pronunciation. Good times, good times. Yes, very fun. You can't believe uh, there really is a guy named Jack Tacho. <laughs> yeah, Jack Tacho. Wasn't that um, the name of um, uh, John C. Riley's porn character in uh, Talladega Nights? <laughs> oh man! Um, no, I'm sorry. That was Mike Concho. Mike Concho. <laughs> sorry, Mike Concho. That's... Jack Tacho. Yeah, that's close. <laughs> they made me show my butthole. <laughs> 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 oh, so good that that one that one is really good on that's that is absolutely um it holds up and then some on reviewing that should be yeah in the pantheon mm-hmm. just a Farrell and riley seem to have a uh rapport that is i mean obviously with stepbrothers but i mean this is yeah. uh yeah this is also very very worthy unstoppable uh mm-hmm. okay so that's the end of the bit that was okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So should we should we pause for one second for a potential sponsor in case it happens? Sure. Uh, three, two, one. Sponsor. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, "What the." F- are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. 
From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Ooh, good sponsor. Good sponsor cool. message. I totally think uh, that is a great company. That just I agree, hurt. and I, I'm glad. I, um, and I'm glad our uh, listeners are supporting them, and that's awesome. Yeah. I am definitely going to buy that product and yep, or I, service uh, and yep. have it delivered or go to to my it. door to my door fresh or just or just quickly uh, quickly accurately. Yes. Okay. Uh, let me ask you a question. Does the name Jamie Garcia do anything for you? Let me ask you uh, more specifically because this is the sportive and people are here to, to, to learn our takes and our specific vernacular. On our famous boner clock, when you hear the name Jamie Garcia, what time is it for you? 8.45. Oh, okay. All right. It's getting late. Mm-hmm. It's getting late. It's getting late. Um, they need starting pitching. Um, they're not going to get Clayton Kershaw. Um, they need anybody after that can fill the third, fourth, or fifth starting role. I mean, give or take Mejia. Um, so they de- but they definitely need a fourth and a fifth. And I think Garcia is probably as good a fourth or a fifth as you're going to get for a not terrible cost. Am I correct? Or would you agree with that statement? I agree wholeheartedly. He, I'm looking at a guy. Here's, here's a guy. Here's a guy who's got a 4.33 ERA and a 4.24 mm-hmm. FIP, as we call mm-hmm. it here. We invented, we invented this statistic called FIP. Look it up if you want to, but that original originated here in the sport of one night after a few beers. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. solid. That's not great, but that's fine. And they need for us, like he's like our third best starter, right? Right. That's <laughs> how bad things have gotten. And they're somehow still in the mix, man. I don't know. I mean, I uh, so I use Tweetbot to pay attention on Twitter, and the it's great. I think everybody should be using it. It should be like a required mm-hmm. usage thing. It's so much better than the original iPhone app. But the mm-hmm. one challenge with that is that you can't see the polls. Tweetbot, for yeah. some reason, you can't see them. So uh, our friend Nick Nelson and our friend John mm-hmm. Bonus um, mm-hmm. were discussing a poll that they had on, I believe, it was. I don't know if it was through Twitter or on their website. I don't know. I, I didn't click. Um, yeah, but asking their fans, and they have like I don't know a million fans. People love themselves some Twins Daily. Yeah, I it's I think honestly, God, I think it's Parker Hageman's Musk. I think it just it must the be successful. It. His successful, very fertile Musk, like bring brings the people in. It's quite fertile. So it's incredibly fertile. It's not like these guys are talking to like four fans and pretending that it actually matters, but they did some sort of poll or something, and the results surprised both of them. 
at how many fans wanted the Twins to actually be sellers and not buyers, which wow. is odd. Just in general, it was it's very surprising you'd assume that a, a casual fan would be like, let's go. Let's do this. I'm sick of waiting. Mm-hmm. I'm sick of them being terrible. They've got a, a tiny little sliver of an opening uh, of a door opening right now. You might as well just try to crack through it. But that's not doesn't seem to be what the majority of fans are thinking. I just I, w- I thought that was interesting. Do you think fans yeah. are just so smart at this point that they look at the Pythagorean and they're like, "Come on, come on, I, this doesn't happen." Well, I don't think um, it's a case of you know Tom and Anoka looking at the Pythag and saying, "Oh, they're like eleven games better than they actually should be." Um, I think it's a matter of when they're bad, they're so bad that people sort of know that this is a team that's just everything has to go right for them to be just a little above average, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, it, yeah, I mean, they get when they get good starting pitching, they tend to win, and when they don't, they tend to get blown out hard. I mean, it's how many times have they gotten 15 runs this year? It's... It, well, I mean, okay, how many times has Chris Jimenez pitched? Six? So they've gotten 15 <laughs> runs six times. Yeah. And I know yeah. there's been at least one or two other ones where it just, you know, it's gotten away from them in a ding-dang hurry. So I don't, uh, it's just, I think, again, that, that when they've been bad, they've been so bad. I think that's what causes it. That's what's caused the skepticism by the the fans um, at large. Your Joe Rube. I think is skeptical because of that. I think if they were, you know, competitive in those losses, if they were like, oh, we just got to get a good closer and a good third starter because we're losing these games, you know, five to three or, you know, four to two, uh, that might make a difference. But uh, they've just been so bad in their losses that I think that's what, what, that's what feeds that more than some sort of stat revolution that guys at Wilmer are catching on to. Yeah, I think that's totally true because those huge losses stay with you for a while. Like you don't, you don't forget. Yeah. You know, what's interesting yeah, that- to me too is I think the the I I don't I haven't been paying a ton of attention to the Twins this year. I try to when I can, but I don't have cable. I have two kids. Shit happens. Um, so my assumption has always been pretty pretty solid offense. You know, much better than average. That has just been keeping them in some games and then. Irv and Barrios has been, you know, that's that's been really helpful as well, and they've just been holding on after that. But I just looked it up. Do you know where we rank in uh, runs scored in the in the American League out of fifteen teams? We are we are tenth right now. Yeah. So we're not even good at offense. Yeah, it's just it's it's they're just I, uh, how good is Byron Buxton's defense? That's really <laughs> I wonder if that's as much it as anything else. Because we we saw um, when they had to put Rosario in last weekend, he lost a game for him by himself, mm-hmm. trying to catch things last weekend, looking like, looking like me out in the outfield. Um, <laughs> and he's just it's I I don't know, man. Um, they're kind. It's kind of like two years. I mean, last year they could not. Ca- I mean, they were bad and they couldn't catch any breaks. Yep. And and two years ago and this year. They're probably below average, but they're catching a lot of breaks. And 
I mean, some of that's again. As my as my good friend Al Einstein uh, once said, "Luck is the residue of design," um, and I don't know that that actually works for this analogy, but I really just wanted to say it to make myself sound smart. Um, I so don't know if that makes a, sense either, but I do like it a lot. Yeah, so um, you could say that just you know they've got you know Sano and Buxton playing well. Um, they've got. Uh, two good starting pitchers. They've got a closer that somehow is doing really well. They've got, it looks like their seventh and eighth inning guys figured out. And anything beyond that is just a crapshoot unless Dozier picks it up here at some point. Or, um, I mean, I guess, I mean, Kepler's been good too. Um, but I, I, I just... I guess Doge has been better recently, though. I mean, he's he's said bombs. It's fine. The bombs, the bombs are starting to come, and uh, but man, if they, and again, we've been waiting for them to either make a big push or finally fall off, and they just keep creeping along here, you know, staying just a little above five hundred. And at this point, I don't see why not going at least going a. Not going all in, but at least trying a little harder. And I think Jamie Garcia qualifies as trying a little harder. Yeah, it's a perfect amount of try. It's the don't, I I I don't, I don't want them hard. like I don't I don't want them like trading you know Nick Gordon and you know one of the really good one I guess I don't I'm not good enough on where's can you call Sestos right now. And yep. what a ridiculous what a ridiculous prospect trade would be, because yeah. I I don't I want them to do I don't yeah I don't want them to do that I don't want them to do anything crazy. Um, maybe so if they could work out some sort of deal, like what's the dude from uh, Pittsburgh the shortstop? Was it Cozart? Sure. Yeah, let's say Cozart, and he could be from Cincinnati. They're Cincinnati and Pittsburgh are roughly the same city anyway. They're um, very close. You, you, you can look it up on a map. They're the exact same city. Just um, like Egan and Woodbury, which aren't cities, um, but they are <laughs> in Apple Valley. Um, those are in a book, yeah, but those other but cities are, they, exist. Um, they could probably use a shortstop. And uh, no offense to Ed, uh, we love Ed here. We're pro Ed. Very and, pro Ed. Uh, but um, anything beyond those type of moves, I just I I'm not in favor of that. I think cautious optimism should be how they proceed. I have Seth Stowe's on the a, line, and Seth says the only person who's untouchable in the organization, Levi Michael. <laughs> well, um, I'll, I'll defer to Seth. So um, he's a, yeah, I mean, who are we to judge? Who are no, no, he's, 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 he's got the base of knowledge. We do not. Um, he's the man. Yeah, so I would just say, yeah, just moves like this seem to be a good compromise. I don't want them to go all in. I don't want them to give up. I think if they were somehow sneak into the freaking wild card, that would be amazing. It would be awesome. They would get just blasted. I have no... But, I mean, they get in, and that's cool. That's fun. I mean, they're already not... I mean, they're not going to get a great draft pick this year already. So why not try to get in the freaking wild card? Why not push Cleveland to at least Labor Day? I mean, it's already the end of freaking July. I mean, the state fair is tomorrow. So it's may as well just try to be good. Try to be good. Try. Just 
again, don't try too hard. No, exactly. Just, just try, trying to try, try, to, try to be good. good. Try to I'm be down good. With that. Yeah. Q twelve game losing streak. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much what. But, but they just took two out of three from the Yankees. Yeah, the Yankees got good again in a hurry, man. How in the? Yeah, that was not fun. I'm, t- but they took two out of three from them. That was cool. I mean, they, and they lost the game that Santana started. So I mean, that's, that's fun. That's cool. I enjoy that type of thing. And I did not foresee that. And they actually were competitive against Houston on the road, which was nice. So you know, they're 500 after the break. They're like I think a half game out of the wild card and a game out of the central. So mm-hmm. that's, I mean, sh- shit. What, what more can you want? Yeah. They've been throwing, they've been throwing, how many starts has Kyle Gibson gotten oh this God. year? I can't even, <laughs> I can't look it up. I think, yeah, I mean, that's why the, the Jamie Garcia move alone just keeps Kyle Gibson from starting. Maybe that's enough for me. Oh God! I looked it up. He started seventeen games. Good God! Oof. Okay, we have. How have we gone then to the forty seventh minute of this podcast and not talked about Big Sexy? <laughs> yeah, I know. Who might? I who might? Re- he might retire after the next start. He's old enough, though, that he's kind of. I mean, he's he's eight years older than me, and I say that after every start. Like this, yeah. I yeah. can't do this again. There's no I way just... I can do this. Uh, maybe the next time, and then I'm done. Like I'm for sure yeah. done with it. So, but I mean, knows? he was. But I mean, he gave them four decent innings before just you know New York realized. Wait a minute, all these fastballs are 86 miles per hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that uh, that ended that experience. But I mean, he got to the fifth inning, which again for. Anyone who has been watching the games, uh, any Twins fifth starter getting into the fifth inning, um, that's not a bet you want to make in Vegas ever this year. <laughs> no. So I mean, so I mean, he was actually, I mean, he was competent for the first four innings. I mean, we'll see. I mean, the, his next opponent is the Dodgers, which is have they lost since Memorial Day? My God, I cannot They're, imagine. They, they are, I think, thirty-one and four. It's like over the last 35 games, God, they're so just good. entirely, you know, aflame. So that's going to be a pretty big test for both um, Big Sexy and the Twins. If they can, like, get one out of three out there, I think that's, you know, that'll be more than fine. But, yeah, I would if I was Cologne, I would give myself one more start after that. That just seems a real, a real difficult test for anybody much less a 44 year old guy who's a little you know people have talked about it he's a little heavy he's a little little heavy a little bit no one's mentioned it surprising he's just just a big guy he's a big guy Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm roly-poly yep uh Uh, you guys are close to the same age can you imagine just like i'm still in the majors i'm still playing major league baseball yeah, I just that's insane. I can't even <laughs> just getting out there wearing wearing, wearing an all white outfit. <laughs> it's just like even which that's is, like that's too much. I'm sorry. This I is not slimming. This I is could. not slimming. I just this is this is unflattering. 
Yeah, I'm not going to go out. This is just embarrassing. I'm not going to do that. Can I wear a long sleeve black tee out there? Just like a loose black black tee? Maybe some black jeans. uh, Maybe a coat over it. Can everyone else wear a coat too? Yeah. (laughs) Turn the lights down in the stadium a little bit. Maybe like more of a more of a more of like that you know golden time type of light. Yeah, mood lighting. Just keep the ball on the ground, then it won't matter. Exactly. Exactly. You can figure it out. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It's been fun so far. I are agree. we ever? I feel like the twins are basically the the same way I feel about our winters now. Like, is it ever going to be normal again? It's so fucking extreme every single yeah. year for the past three years. Yeah. Super lucky. Super unlucky. Super lucky. I just yeah. wonder if we're ever going to have one of those regular old years. Uh, well, uh, I wouldn't. I would. I, w- I wouldn't hold out hope for either one of those things. I would assume no more regular years will exist. Generally speaking, no, no. I think that's 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 gone under the bridge quite a bit. It's possible so. that they never existed. No, only in our you know nostalgic minds. Yep, yep. We remember that winter was always like, oh, it starts on. November 20th and it ends mm-hmm. on March 15th and that was how it yep. was. That's how it goes. But nope, not not anymore. That wasn't that wasn't it. Well, I'm out of sports talk. Do you want to talk about some other stuff? Shoot, let's go. Well, uh we should put a plug in. We are the um hold on, let me let me try to get this right. The official unauthorized podcast of Surly Brewing. This is true. Uh it's very true. I've had two uh, extra citras as we've been speaking, and I drink a million of these a week. You guys are all going to be able to buy your own private island soon with the amount of beer. If my friends are any indication, you have turned dozens of bros into Surly fans. It's probably a a, a cohort or a a demographic you weren't likely hitting before. But I think that you're I think you're on top of those guys. They are part um. of. They're part of the Surly family now. I Bros drink beer too. That's uh, kind of a thing you come to realize. So, yeah, my bros um, are all the young guys I play baseball with are all like Coors Light guys. But when we are mm-hmm. whatever light, they couldn't fucking tell the difference. Um, yeah, but when the old extra Citra comes out, they are just crushing all of that, and then they move on. So I think you're getting. I am personally adding dozens of new customers to your loyal. You're like, you're like the street the Minnetonka Miller street team is what you are yeah exactly yep unpaid street team so well we appreciate that the bros the 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 young bros are are super into it they probably still think it's sort of a dad beer because they don't have a buy they probably assume that the uh they probably assume it's really expensive or something but they'll they'll see the light very soon and I think the difference between furious is you drink one of those you're like wow this is fucking amazing I'll have one more yeah, and then you drink an extra citra, and you're like, "Okay, cool. Uh, I need like twenty to thirty of these immediately." <laughs> well, with the uh, the twelve packs of Furious are supposed to come out next month. So oh, okay. The 12, well, with the, be... And the little twelve ounce cans of Furious are just the tiniest little adorable things. Yeah, really, little Ricky Rubios. Just throwing oh. these behind the back passes. So just too soon. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I told you in the I green forgot. room off air, that's the one. I know. I forgot. I forgot. I'm yeah. sorry. 
I'd rather talk. Let's move on to happier times. Let's go over okay. my parents' divorce. In, uh, 1990. <laughs> here's, here's what happened. Uh, okay, no, but no, I wanted to actually, I was just talking about extra citra right now because it's in front of me, but what I wanted to actually ask you about is this Father John Misty concert coming up yeah in yeah. one month from from us recording august 19th is that right august 19th a saturday yes have you seen him live before i have not seen him live before no me neither it sounds like he's uh i think he seems to get shit on as like a guy who's sort of unhinged but i don't know if he's yeah. always like that i think he's just more those are really uh um, well publicized events Unlike, is, um, I, I feel like he's sort of a kindred spirit with Ryan Adams, but Ryan Adams is like a million times worse. Yeah. Yes, that's, I think, fair to say. I can uh, give a little insight, um, and again, this is secondhand insight. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was at um, NPR, uh, he did a couple of wits shows, um, and he was, um, by all accounts, the nicest, most easygoing guy and just whip smart and funny. And it's basically Father John Misty is, it's a character. And again, you can say what you will about somebody doing a character, doing a bit. Um, but, um, he is offstage, just, you know, a funny, nice guy. And I'm not trying, that's, that is from people who have worked with him and interacted with him and actually had to put on a show with him. That he's yeah, I, just, he's, I have done a 180 on him. I definitely did not like him at all. When that one song came out, when there was a laugh track within the song, mm-hmm. uh, is it Bored in the, the USA? USA? I was like, give me a fucking break. I, I don't want to hear. Like, I read enough politics. I don't need that in my mm-hmm. music, too. And I sort of turned on him at that point. But um, I read the long, the long read you know about him and uh yeah he seems legit he seems like a really good dude i thought one thing that was really interesting in the article i believe it was the new york times or the new yorker or esquire or whatever just google like father john misty long read it came out a couple months ago and it's it's a great read it is so interesting just the his process and his upbringing and all that sort of stuff but um there was one uh, excerpt or part of the of the article that said that he and the people in his band for this most recent tour, last tour or something, practice like for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. Like they they knew the material unbelievably well, like way more than anybody else ever would. So then they could do drugs, they could experiment with drugs during the concert, and they could still play it. Which I thought was like mm-hmm. that's a brilliant way to do things because I've always wondered, and maybe I'm wrong, but felt like when you're on tour i can't imagine playing the same fucking songs over and over and over again now that's probably not completely fair because i've listened to the same songs a million times um, mm-hmm. so maybe they don't really get old but you you do hear that a lot from other musicians of like ugh, i want to be done with this but if you know your mm-hmm. shit so well and you you know don't have to get up for work the next day or raise your kids like you and i do you'd be like oh well let's just do a bunch of drugs beforehand <laughs> and we'll still be able to play it. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, maybe that's how you guys keep yourselves entertained on the road. Mm-hmm. But while yeah. other people are just canceling shows or being complete nightmares during the show, these guys mm-hmm. are just like have worked so hard to begin with. It's like, no, we can still do it. It's very interesting. And I just thought yeah. his whole like point of view was, was, uh, 
was great. And uh, let me ask you, do I have permission to listen to Total Entertainment Forever a million more times in a row? Is that acceptable you, for you as a, as a snob? Well, I mean, Ranball, our friend Ranball's already done that, so I don't see why you can't either. I texted him immediately when I first heard the song, right when he mm-hmm. said something about, like, how hey, I've been listening to this song a lot. And I was like, hey, man, I'm on, like, listen nine in a row. This is so good. Mm-hmm. I've just been, like, back and forth about, like, yeah, can't stop. Can't stop listening. Yep, it's it's it's, it's a it's a yep, it's it's good. It's really good. So where is the concert going to be? Surly Festival Field, Brandon. Yep, is that uh so if I is it right on the site? Is it to the yes. right when you walk out? Um, you know, if you look in the uh, back parking lot area, there's like a grass field and that's Festival Field. Oh, wow. Okay. And then wait, have there wait, been wait, other concerts there before? Yeah, last year we did a couple. We had uh, Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros were there, Ooh. and um, Doctor Dog. Oh so we had man! A, so yeah, I remember now that that Doctor Dog. I really wanted to see those guys. So yeah, we're doing a we're doing a F F uh, J Tay there uh, this year, and um, gonna have uh, I think what. The plan currently right now, I don't think I'm breaking any news here or sharing anything too confidential. I think we get a, we have our own food truck. We have a couple other food trucks. Uh, mm-hmm. We get a whole bunch of draft lines uh, out there. Um, I don't. We're not brewing anything special for it, but we have a ton of you know good beer for uh, the occasion. So it'll be a, it'll be a good time. Um, it'll be late August. It's going to be before the state fair, so you can kind of. Uh, Get your. It's like think of it as like a pre-party for the uh, state fair because it's sort of close. Yeah, sort of get your liver ready, mm-hmm. and just get used to like being around other sweaty individuals. Exactly. I mean, it's, and it's it's yeah, it's late August, so you know it could you could actually get a nice day, but it'll probably be shit hot and humid, and yeah, you know, just dress appropriately and have a good time. And uh, on the openers, don't forget the openers. Tennis, uh, tennis, uh, your 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 guys, your guy and gal. I'm sorry, they're yep. opening and they're they're really good too. So I, yeah, get there early so you can get to see them because that's it's a good show. And I mean, it's a busy. Uh, the uh, Twin Cities uh, that day in music is pretty uh, loaded. Uh, at uh, XL, uh, Kendrick Lamar is playing that night. My God, and um, a friend of the sport of Kendrick Lamar is playing that night, and then yeah, up yeah. the We're uh, close to him. Up the road in 35, um, for the people who have zero time for Father John Misty or Kendrick Lamar, uh, the aforementioned Kid Rock is playing the Grand Casino Amphitheater. <laughs> and uh, this is one of those deals where I would just love to like swap out the audiences for uh, Father John Misty and Kid Rock just to see what would happen. Just to yeah. see the audiences just go, what in the hell? Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, Future Senator from Michigan, Kid Rock, mm-hmm. is playing about an hour up 35 from Father John Misty and Kendrick at the XL. And I assume First Avenue probably will have like a Husker Du reunion or some fucking thing. So it's going to be a good it's going to be a good day. And I think there's also a service going to be pretty busy that day. I think there's a soccer match that day too. My God. So uh, so yeah, we're going to be a going to be a busy day at the old uh, workplace that day. So. Because we do all do the you, uh, pre-match parties there too. You did an audience swap between Kid Rock and Father John. Who? What audience do you think would be the most belligerent? 
I mean, you want to um, say that the Kid Rock fans that now had to watch Father John Misty would be the angriest, but on the other hand, Kid Rock is so fucking bad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the, the lefties are pretty riled up themselves right now. They may, yeah. they may burn that place to the ground. But, I mean, they could, be, they could enjoy it ironically. I, you know, the irony well, is always a big I do thing. like that cowboy song. If you I started like with that, you'd at least get me through that first song. Yeah, yeah, the Bawa to Ba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So if he, if he starts with his with those two, you might have him pacified. Yeah. Whereas if Father John Misty starts with Board in the USA. But then again, those people would probably not be so offended at Father John Misty because he is a kind of a regular musician. Um, yeah. They would just be angry that they weren't seeing Kid Rock, right? Yeah. That would be why yeah. they were upset. Yeah, they would probably just have to like you know just go out and like whip a donut in the parking lot or something. Yeah, just do a few they, extra they, they, whippets. They, yeah, they'd probably be okay after that. So <laughs> I don't know why we're. I mean, they they got they got to show up early on Monday for the you know the custody hearing. So it's you know <laughs> they'll be able to get some they'll be able to get some sleep. <laughs> oh my god uh good well that sounds like a fucking awesome day i'm super i'm super pumped yeah about it'll it be fun uh so right before we pressed record i saw you on twitter.com uh mm-hmm. posting a song of the summer but i don't know what exactly yes. it was because spotify doesn't have spotify and tweetbot don't speak to each other very well you don't see a preview oh. you just see a link so you got to click through and you know, I'm a millennial, Stu. You know this. Yeah, I know. And, I know. Uh, one interesting thing about millennials is we've had life's been so easy for us in general. Even the idea of clicking something seems, eh, that's not for me. That's a little too difficult. So I didn't click through. Uh, what was your song of the summer? Uh, my song of the summer for 2017 was the song Pablo Picasso by the Modern Lovers, which was released in 19, recorded in 1972 then released in 1976. Your song of the summer is Modern Lovers from 1976. No, the name of the band is Modern Lovers. The name of the song is Pablo Picasso. Oh, okay. Pablo Picasso is the name. It's not yes. sung by Pablo Picasso. Okay. No, it is okay. not. He, um, he is dead. Um, he was a little bit earlier than that. Was He He died like in the in the early 70s, so he couldn't so possibly. Th- you know, it's hard to say. He, he might still be alive, I guess. Um, like Tupac. What you would what you would know the modern lovers from is their lead singer Jonathan Richmond was the guy who did all the uh, singing interludes in the movie. There's something about Mary. Great, I love Jonathan Richmond. And um, yes. their their guitar player Jerry Harrison would go on to be the guitar player for the Talking Heads, the Talking Heads. So that's what the modern lovers and and they had a couple they had a couple bangers, but that's uh. It's just a really good song, and it's just Pablo Picasso never got called an asshole. Is the chorus so? Um, That's good. I like that. Which so yeah, it's a it's a good thing. And then um, if I actually had to pick one from 2017, um, boy, I don't know, Brandon. I I, I go over to you on that one. That's uh, you're more akara <clears throat> and um, hip and uh, you know with it and wow. What what are the what are you of the YouTube stars listening to? In 2017. Uh, me and the YouTube stars uh, have decided that we have we are going to be rocking the ever-loving shit out of I'm the One by DJ Khaled the rest of the summer. That DJ is the Khaled? Song of the summer. Yep. I'm the Piper, One. Is, uh, is DJ Khaled I'm the One a good song or not? I'm the One? Yeah. Um, I, don't, I haven't listened to 
Uh, Piper hasn't listened to it. So Piper has listened Sorry. to it. Hold on a she second. She has not. Am, she has not listened to it. So. I'm cooler than Piper. For you are cooler five than seconds. Piper. Yes, you are cooler <clears throat> than Piper. Tell her to pull it up on her phone as mm-hmm. fast as possible. Because I, I mm-hmm. bet she's heard it because Biebs sings the chorus. Wait, but doesn't he sing the chorus on another banger like Despacito? Isn't he on that one too? He's yeah, on he's singing the chorus on most everything these days. Uh, okay, I thought so. The people okay. love so, Biebs. People love the Biebs. It's just uh, how that's how the world works right now. It's pretty um, but, smart you know, though by DJ Khaled. He does all the work, and he's like, "I mm. know all I need to do is put Biebs on like the nine word chorus that anybody mm-hmm. can fucking sing, but it's mm-hmm. Biebs, so everybody's gonna hear my tune." You know, it's like a cameo of an A-list actor who's actually a shit show. You know? Yeah. It's no, I know. Um, guaranteed. Yeah, I tried to think of anything. Oh, God. Um, there actually is a Piper uh, did hit me to one of these. Uh, there, and speaking of the talking heads, um, Selena Gomez of Wizards of Waverly Place mm-hmm, samples sure. like the, the, the bass line from Psycho Killer. In a, what's the name of that song, Piper? Bad Liar. Bad Liar. And uh, it's kind of catchy because it's the it's the baseline from psycho killer and that's pretty much the hook so um that'll do it yeah it kind of goes i I, i'd listen to it again um so if i had to pick one from 2017 i would go and this is going to make a brain loading pretty happy that i'm picking a selena (laughs) gomez song um so but yeah that's the only thing i could think of off the top of my head from 2017 summer that i would listen to more than once or have listened to have you heard of a song sure. called Humble by one Kendrick Lamar? Yes, I have heard of a song called Humble by Kendrick Lamar. Man, that's a that is a legit right there. That's my number it's, two. That's my number one ranked. It's better than I'm the one. But for an actual song of summer type, beachy, mm-hmm. you know, hanging yeah. at the pool, shitting on Kid Rock, sort of like a perfect yep. day scenario. Yeah. That's the one I'm going to go with. But Humble like, is incredible. It's an incredible okay. song. I love it. Could you just go? We like go to Zorba's and Cross Lake and just dominate the jukebox with that one. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, cool, man. I actually was in New York this weekend, and I found a place with a juke, and I mm-hmm. I did put on "Humble" by Kendrick Lamar. I think it went a little too hard for the hipsters. Yeah. Just like a, just a tick too hard. They're into the rap. I could tell, but that yeah, was a little. Have, uh, but that was a little quite. too much. Yeah, a little too much. Yeah. Um, were you were you in one of the hip neighborhoods, or were you like in Midtown or like Greenpoint or? Uh, we were in Williamsburg for part of the time, which is in Brooklyn. Oh That's Jesus! Very hip. Okay. Yeah, just suspenders and mustaches, curly yeah. Q mustaches everywhere. Uh, uh. So that was the thing. Um, and, but when I put, when I found the place that had the juke, we were in the Lower East Side and that's kind of oh, a cool. hipster deal too. And it was yes, a great spot. That's yeah. true. It was an arcade bar. So our, our friend, one of our best friends, Dana would yep. have, would have been in fucking heaven. Just in a, a weirdo down this kind of alley street to a not secret, but like kind of hidden, uh, arcade bar. It was fucking great. And then I played some cool. outcast and loved every second of it. Well, it's Outcast. You're gonna love everything, every second mm, of it. Man, mm, Outcast. Yep. So good. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I want you. I, I'm hoping that uh, that Piper is intrigued enough about I'm the one that she listens, and then you can you can forward me her review. Yep. I think she's listening. Media. She is listening to it right now. I think so. Oh, 
Okay. Well, let me know how she what, what she thinks of it. Uh, I think I we've run out of time. I had some more. I had some things, but nothing really. Yo, good lord! So. Yeah, it's already. Yeah, it's quarter after ten, man. Yeah, we're gonna you have got, to go. We're too gonna bad. have to call it. Okay. All right. Should we? Uh, okay, everybody. Thank you. That's a wrap, everybody. Um, next you. week, um, there there is a threat that Clarence will be back in fairly semi-regular fashion now that all of the kids summer stuff is wrapping up so um you might get your your the crankiest motherfucker alive might be back so we don't want to build it up too much but he might be back next week we know for a fact he's still super cranky oh so cranky. We know that that's true when he comes back don't be he's not going to see the light they're going to turn over a new leaf he's cranky as fuck no, he's and he's going. He, he's going to Irv's cabin this weekend, so it's guaranteed he'll be hungover until at least the middle of next week. So it's uh, <laughs> it's gonna. It's, he should be in prime Clarence farm. Yep. So Ugh, no fun. Good talking to you, B. Yeah, you too. Okay, let's press. Alrighty, bye everybody. Later. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 